listening to the Dirty Boots Show. Hey guys, welcome to the Assigner Dirty Boots Show. Uh, my name is Frank. I'm the account manager here at Assigner, and today I'm joined by a very special guest. Uh, we've got Mr. Mark Yates from Yates Electrical Services. How you going today, there, Mark? G'day, Frank. Yeah, going really well. Thanks. Yeah, perfect. Well, thanks for joining today. Um, basically, where we want to start with, uh, yeah, so what's your story and, you know, what's Yates Electrical Services all about? I started Yates Electrical Services around 18 years ago. Um, I'm an electrician by trade. That's my background. Um, and I guess I sort of uh, started in the high voltage sector after my apprenticeship and have sort of continued on that sort of trajectory, you know, working on sort of utility scale substations you know, for clients and for networks and quite a lot of renewable energy developments um, over sort of the past 18 years. Yeah, nice. Um, well, I'm glad you mentioned the renewable energy sources. Um, so where did your passion come from uh, with dealing with renewable energy? I think we've I've sort of fallen into it a little bit. Um, I guess after spending um, 10 years sort of working away, doing a lot of the fly-in, fly-out work on projects all over Australia, I sort of came back to my hometown in the Riverland and decided to, I guess, still utilise my construction skills um, that I'd developed over the last decade to develop my own small-scale solar farm right here in Remark in South Australia. And that sort of sparked a little bit of interest uh, locally. Uh, and that sort of one solar farm ended up turning into about 100 farms around the Riverland. So we had sort of a, a whole mix of people um, wanting to sort of you know, deploy these renewable assets. Um, anywhere from sort of almond growers to citrus growers, broadacre farmers. Um, we had some interstate in, uh, investment, even some overseas investment. Um, and I guess we've really sort of progressed, you know, from building that initial farm, we've sort of really diversified what the business has done, um, you know, over probably the last seven years since we built uh, our, our first farm in 20, end of 2016. Yeah, nice. And it's good to see you've grown so fast as well. And um, just with that growth there, have you seen any particular challenges, um, especially in dealing with solar panels and, and maybe the cost of insulations and, and, and weather and so on? Like, I mean, every business has its challenges. Um, you know, logistics is always uh, one. You know, you've got moving uh, foreign exchange rates. Um, but I guess what we sort of did when we built our first farm was try to systemize it. So we kept the design and the components the same. So it was all about replication. And we found that there was efficiencies in the way uh, that we built these projects out by just replicating it again and again. And ultimately, you know, the team became um, more efficient each time we developed a, uh, a new project. Yeah, nice. And are there any particular projects that you're, that you're most proud of? You know, one that is probably a little bit special for me is um, when we had the opportunity to, uh, to develop a, a five megawatt solar farm right here in Renmark. So this was sort of, you know, on a scale factor around 25 times what we'd normally built in the past. Um, and this wasn't, uh, I guess, for a, like a net worth individual or a, or a farmer or a landowner. Um, this particular project was for a UK fund manager, um, which was basically managing funds for a couple of Australian superannuation funds. So it was really great to, you know, firstly have the opportunity to um, build a project like that for a super fund and even better to be able to do it in the hometown of Renmark. Yeah, perfect. And are you guys, have you branched out of the South Australia region? Are you working <clears throat> in the States and, and so on? Yeah, absolutely. So I guess um, almost three years ago now, we um, we sort of did a cap raise and that's sort of where we got the introduction to um, the fund manager out of the UK. 
Um, and, you know, to date, we've built uh, five projects for them here in South Australia. Um, obviously, they're interested and keen on diversity for the portfolio. So, um, you know, we're currently working on some projects in uh, New South Wales, in Armidale and Mawala, and just had another two projects approved, one in uh, Ningen and Werris Creek, which is also in New South Wales. So, yeah, New South Wales is, you know, definitely probably the next hotspot where we'd start to um, deploy some of these projects for the fund. Yeah, perfect. Uh, well, it's really good to see that you are branching out. And are there any particular uh, problems that you're trying to solve while, while diving into, you know, um, into the solar farms business? When you build a solar farm, when you get to the construction piece, um, you know, that's generally the easiest part of the whole project. Uh, there is a lot of moving parts, you know, sort of pre-construction that you need to factor in. There's a lot of regulation, uh, regulatory bodies, um, you know, you're dealing with shires and councils and environmental bodies, you're dealing with networks, you've got legal, like there's a whole range of documents and processes that you need to do to get it approved. And I think probably, you know, that is, there's a lot of hard work in the front end to get these projects to financial close. And once you get to financial close and you get to build it, that is like, for me personally, it's just like a breath of fresh air, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, nice, perfect. And um, and obviously with the rise, you know, we've been seeing all this whole movement with artificial intelligence and you're seeing this, you know, chat GBT going around. Um, do you see artificial intelligence as being a big part, you know, moving forward in the in the renewable energy sector? Oh, absolutely. Like it's a, it's a game changer. Um, we actually are working with a US-based company uh, on some of our projects that we've recently deployed in SA where they use AI um, to sort of predict uh, I guess, what the energy price is going to be in the next five-minute interval in the market. Um, you know, these projects I'm referring to are three that we've um, built right here in SA. And they're actually projects where we've uh, installed the first Megapack 2 from Tesla um, in Australia. So we're pretty proud of that. Um, and it's great to sort of have this AI, um, you know, in play right now as we speak, basically optimising what these batteries will do in the market. Um, so, yeah, the AI absolutely is going to play a huge part in the um, transition to renewables. And I think uh, not just renewables, it can be applied to everything. I think the chat um, CGT is an, is an absolute game changer, to be honest with you. Yeah, no, that's, that's awesome to hear. And like, obviously, with the rise of technology, artificial intelligence, um, you know, you become more efficient as well. Do you think that in Australia, 100% green energy is achievable? Yeah, look, I think it's it's probably just a timing thing, really, for the country to to transition to 100% renewables. I mean, anything that you do new, any new process that you undertake, there's always going to be uh, challenges and hurdles. Um, you know, we're basically trying to reinvent the power system here in Australia um, in a very um, compressed window. Um, so, yeah, I guess anything you do for the first time is always going to have challenges. Um, and I think, I guess, some of the rules and regulations that, you know, that have developed in the power industry in Australia over over time just aren't keeping up um, with the changes in the technology that's getting um, adopted and taken up into the market. But, yeah, absolutely achievable. Um, you know, I think we've got plenty of great minds in this country, especially in the energy, energy sector. Uh, I think it's just, yeah, all a matter of time before, you know, we are at 100%. Perfect. And just say tomorrow, Mark, you wake up as the Energy Minister of Australia. How do we get to 100% renewable energy? What's your strategy? <laughs> Look, I think um, oh, there's there's lots of things I could talk to you all day about this. But I think you know some of the key things um, we're seeing sort of the, the state and federal government starting to enact those. I think 
having a clear policy in place, you know, to stimulate investment is a key um, to give the right signals um, for, you know, overseas and um, investment bodies here in Australia to deploy capital to build projects because that's what we need if we're going to transition to 100%. You know, some of the networks are starting to invest in better connectivity between the states, installing new interconnectors. So, you know, the better connectivity we have between the states, um, you know, the more stable and reliable the power system be can become for the intermittent renewable generation. Um, and I think, you know, perhaps one day maybe the red tape could be relaxed on some of the approval processes. You know, that'll help streamline as well because, you know, that is a big part of the project. You know, some projects can take years just to get the approvals and the construction might be done in, say, three or six months. So, um, you know, relaxing some of that red tape and regulation would be great too. Yeah, that's right. Governments are, you know, really slow. And that's, yeah, that's one of those big challenges that you've got to go through. And just to finish it off today, like, are there any myths that we can bust, like, that surround renewable energy um, that you want to, you know, take the time here just to formally debunk? Yeah, look, I think, um, you know, there's a there's probably a bit of a misconception um, that renewables are driving up the price of energy here in Australia. Um, but, you know, when we actually do have an abundance of renewable energy, it has the lowest marginal running cost of any fuel source to generate energy in the NEM. So we do and we will get to a point where the value of energy will become almost zero um, because the marginal running costs of renewable energy is so low. Um, we're on that journey at the moment. Um, it is painful in the transition process that we're going through now, but we have to persist and eventually we will get there. Um, I think there's definitely a misconception in society that renewables are pushing up prices, but in actual fact, they are um, depressing prices. Um, but I think it's just the way it's portrayed in the media, um, you know, that they do, that renewables drive up the cost of energy for the end consumer. Yeah, no, that's right. The media always has their way of spinning things as well. And um, yeah, to finish off today, do you have any, any final thoughts, any final messages you want to give out to the audience? I mean, I'd love to give you guys a plug. Um, obviously, you know, we've sort of been using a signer now for some time um, and it's been a real game changer for our business. Um, you know, we we didn't have any systems. We had I had a lot of information in my mind and um, our leadership team helped me unpack that. Um, hence why they wouldn't allow me to be involved in the implementation of the rollout of a signer. Um, but, you know, it's been a, a really valuable system to give us visibility um, and helped us definitely <clears throat> organise resources. Um, it really has given us a tool to scale for growth as well. So, um, yeah, we've been super impressed um, to date with the capability um, and the ongoing development that the team is putting into a signer and, the, and its uh, functionality. Well, thank you so much for that, Marcus. Really appreciate your time there today. And um, yeah, check out Yates Electrical Services online. Uh, we'll give you guys a plug as well. And um, yeah, no, thanks so much for joining. Good on you, Frank. Thanks very much. No worries. Thanks, Mark. Cheers. Thanks for tuning in to episode four of the Dirty Boots Show. Join us next week as we sit down with Nikki Upright from Women of Asphalt, Colorado. If you'd like to stay up on all things Dirty Boots, make sure to follow Sinar on social media.